Thank you for calling Columbia Insurance. Please press zero to speak with the first available agent, or if you know your party's extension, you may dial. Please stay on the line while your call is transferred to the operator. Columbia Insurance, how may I direct your call? Yeah, can I speak to Ryan, please? Just one moment. This is Ryan. Mr. Anderson, this is Joey Jingola. How you doing, sir? Good, how you doing? I'm doing well. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Say what? Um, Two thousand words is that is that the is that the key? Unless you're really feeling it, and you're going. Unless you black out for five hundred words and go, wait, where'd that genius come from? <laughs> Sometimes it happens. That's my buddy Ryan Anderson of then Columbia Insurance, now Alliance Insurance in Eugene, Oregon, talking about this is maybe one of my it's definitely not one of my favorite topics, but it's one of the more interesting ones, right? Because we get these numbers, we get these like benchmarks stuck in our head of what we think a piece of content needs to be or do, a certain length, a certain style, a certain format, a certain something that, hey, if it's not this thing, then it just, why bother with, with any of it? Just none of it, it's all terrible. I have no will to do anything in life. And I'm not saying that that's what Ryan's doing. He's just saying, hey, listen, you know, is 2,000 words the magic number to, you know, writing a successful blog post? And maybe. Uh, What I told Ryan when he asked me that question was, I don't think I've ever written um, an article uh, that's 2,000 words on purpose. If, If I have, it's always happened on accident. I just got into it, again, blacked out. Hey, knocked out, a, you know, an extra 500, 750 words, and maybe I've eclipsed it. Now, there are some people that I know that swear by, you know, 2,000 plus only. That's like their 2,000 plus only club. Like that is their thing. That is their religion. That's the thing that they think really, truly drives results. And I'm not going to stand in the way of that argument. I'm not going to maybe argue against it. I, if If that's working for you, then do that thing. I just know that I've had stuff rank that you know wasn't 2,000 words would more stuff rank if it was 2,000 maybe I don't know the point is if you can get 800 get 800 if you can get a thousand get a thousand if you can get 1500 get 1500 if you can get 2,000 well why not just have a party have a good time with it and there really isn't this hard fast number uh, that you need to hit it's not 2500 it's not 3,000 it it's it's always as long as it needs to be to provide the most value to Try and maximize the amount of time that you're spending in relation to the information that is being provided. And how does that trade off? How does that want to compel them to talk to you more? Because if it doesn't, if if they're not <laughs> wanting to talk to you more, then it doesn't matter what you do. Oregon and Washington, yeah, and that's and that's what I'm trying to do is talk to uh, the boss, gal, and man, and saying, hey, you know, we need to get because I wanted to everything I, you have to do pretty much embed it from YouTube, right? And then either make it private. That's kind of my new thing is, hey, if I got leads, I want to at least set up a page. I just started doing that with like a little video. I mean, I got a little dinky little Logitech. I mean, I was looking at my pictures. 
not quite as good as yours, but hey, for 20, I think it was like 30 bucks, I'm like, yeah, I'll get the job done right now for these ones that are just, I'm just saying, hey, instead of typing out my, you know, hey, blah, 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 it's better just say that. I'm trying to do it where you embed the video itself right there so they can see it's your face, not some kind of like weird spammed attachment. I love Ryan. He's one of my favorite people in the industry, but I tell you what, sometimes it feels like when any sort of an encounter that you have with him, it's like somebody just strapped you into one of those little bungee things that you jump on the little circle pad thing at the amusement park. You kind of know where you're going to go, but not really. And that's, I think that's, that's what I'm feeling here. And it's, so what, what Ryan is saying is, is very true, right? So, uh, you know, the one thing I was talking to him about, you know, you heard him very, he mentioned it very subtly at the beginning of that clip. Uh, you know, is it is it Oregon or Washington or or one of those states? It's like, hey, listen, whether it's two thousand or three thousand or a thousand or fifteen hundred words, the more important thing is is making sure that 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 content shows up where you can actually sell the business because there is nothing worse. I'll say it, I'll, I'll say it all the time. Anytime somebody asks me, there's nothing worse than having content rank outside of a place that you can't sell insurance unless you have every intention of finding a way to sell insurance in that area. It's entirely up to you. It's your call. But that's the more important thing. Then Ryan kind of launched into his kind of idea of, you know, wanting to send what it sounds like private, we'll say unlisted would probably be the more technical term, uh, videos from YouTube for what sounds like just like a video introduction, a video follow-up to people um, that he has encountered to, you know, say, hey, listen, I'm going to show you a nice little image saying, listen, this is my face. Uh, and again, if you were at Elevate 18, I believe in two different sessions, I, I think Marcus Sheridan's Sunday workshop and um, Joey Coleman's keynote, there were two kind of basically thumbnail strategies. And I know agents, my buddy Jared Bellman, I think I've seen use it. I can't remember if I've seen anybody else actually pull it off. I want to say I've seen it a couple different times. Uh, but the idea of not just a thumbnail with your picture, which is by far better than any sort of just generic, hi, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, I would like to thank you for giving me 30 seconds to hang up on me when I tried to approach you about your insurance. Yes, the, the video thumbnail image within the email is far superior to anything else, but even then going a step further with the picture that says Mr. and Mrs. Smith or whatever the made-up name I just used 10 seconds ago was, uh, that is by far going to get people's attention and the amount of engagement and activity that you get people to take with something like that is ridiculous. Now, I would say, I don't know that I would, I mean, if you're going through all that trouble, maybe use outside of YouTube would work. I'll, I'll say YouTube would certainly work. Uh, an unlisted YouTube video would certainly work in that environment. Um, however, I guess I, I don't know. They don't show up at your channel, I don't think. Anyways, uh, something like maybe a Wistia or I was just poking around HubSpot has launched their own video thing. Any, any sort of um, video platform that is not necessarily, um, you know, like the second largest search engine in the world, the, that sort of thing would work. You're going to have some advanced analytics so you can kind of watch the IP, that person that you sent it to, see where they open, see where they stop, see where they rewatched. Uh, a little bit more activity, a little more engagement, a little more 
advanced marketing that can be done from the information that is provided within that video. So something to consider. All of this is really just about, you know, again, getting the thing to work with the people that you want it to work for and avoiding the, again, whether it's, you know, again, getting caught up on the specifics of the thing, of the of a of a number that, that may, may or may not be arbitrary, however, just executing on something that is ultimately going to get results because that, that once you let go of all that, that is when you can truly differentiate yourself. Kind of, but just more just saying, hey, I'm Ryan with Columbia Insurance just following up, you know, you said you wanted to be like, you know, we have we have lead service and someone just say, hey, this person said to send them your contact info via email, which nine times out of 10, someone just wants to get that person off the phone and say, hey, yeah, sure. Send me what you got on the email. Right, <laughs> so right. it's like trying to drag them in from there is a little bit harder and just send them another email with my contact information. That's silly. So I'm trying to differentiate that so they can be like, oh, that's kind of weird. That's different. It certainly is weird and different, and that's good because, you know, you heard Ryan say they have a lead service, so they've got leads that are coming in, and this is, um, this is the best part, right? Because this is allowing you to leverage somebody else's efforts in, in developing and, and driving those leads to you, and then really having kind of a secret weapon, if you will, that is better than everybody else. If you're going to take the time to be able to put something else in front of them that gives them an alternative to picking up the phone that has been ringing off the hook because those lead services, we all know they're they're truly exclusive, right? I mean, of course, there are some, uh, trustedchoice.com, that uh, do actually provide exclusive leads. However, you know, there are a lot of lead providers out there that, um, yeah, that, that don't. And it's, I believe me, I know I started my career that way. Um, and it's, it's fun. It's awesome. I can't, it's, it's great, but ultimately what, um, you know, what, what Ryan is doing is saying, Hey, listen, I'm not going to get focused on, I'm not going to hung up on maybe the specifics of it, the specific tactics. And that's when I asked him, you know, are you talking more like a video proposal? I was like, well, no, I mean, I'm, I haven't even had the opportunity to propose anything yet. This is pre-proposal s- status in this leads life cycle. And I just want something that is going to set me apart, that is going to make me stand out, that is going to be weird and different. And, and that's what we should all be looking for, something weird and different, because of the 10 agents that may have that lead, you are probably the only one that is going to send them a video uh, you know, again, whether it's an article, video, whether it's even just a audio recording, whether whatever it is that allows them to decide, okay, I'm going to click on this thing, play it or read it, and they don't actually have to pick up the phone. That is that is power. That is, again, just leveraging your ability to extend that process, to make it more on demand, to deliver the information in a way that is more convenient. It is the way for you to win kind of consistently over everyone else who is just focusing on how do I get them on the phone? How do I close them? How do I say the things that are going to get them to buy? And I actually, uh, if you're not subscribed to the newsletter, I just talked about this particular video uh, in this past week's edition of the newsletter, but head over agencynation.com slash newsletter if you're not. Um, I was actually getting so many of these calls back in the day where I would hear, man, you know, uh, I, I just, I put in my information uh, for, to get a quote uh, on health insurance. And then my phone just wouldn't stop ringing. I didn't know what to do. They all kind of sounded like kind of a scam and I found your stuff and I wanted to call you cause you seem like a guy I could trust. I wanted to get your opinion on this. 
And I kept hearing that. I kept getting that phone call so many times, or it went something like, hey, I've, I've had these people. I just bought this thing. I don't think it's real insurance, so I'm not really sure what I bought. Um, it, it cost a lot less than I thought it was going to. A bunch of red flags, and I kept noticing all of these patterns. And I said, well, this is interesting. I, I'm noticing this, and so what I do, I just I made a video. That video was how to not get scammed buying health insurance. So people that are having you know, 10, 15 people chasing them, they are chasing them right into my content, right? They're chasing them right into that video and then they're calling me. And that's kind of the way you gotta think about it is how do you leverage, you know, that that fleeing moment that somebody is having to where you can be the person waiting with open arms and a nice warm toasty blanket and a teddy bear saying, listen, it is okay, explaining that experience, explaining that this is why you're running from it, this is what you need to know. And then that only in that moment of fear and desperation and anxiety, you have you know, not only just basically solved a problem, but you've essentially saved the day. And that's, that's kind of what we're thinking about here. This is all about how do we make these things work to get to that point. So I would kind of encourage, listen to the conversations that you're having. Really listen to the things that people are telling you. Notice patterns, notice trends to how they might be reaching out to you. And, and you might not be picking up on some of this at first because I didn't, it, I mean, it took me a little bit, you know, embarrassingly enough to pick up on it initially because, um, you know, I had the content, I had a bunch of content out there already, so that's what they were finding and that's why they were calling. I didn't have that specific piece of content, but again, I heard that, I doubled down on that, and that's so powerful. So the next time you kind of tell yourself it needs to be a certain way, I would say, maybe, I would say more interestingly, I would listen to the actual problem, the thing that is causing the initial reaction. And if you can figure out a way to react to that, then I think you're really going to make a difference. All right, I'm gonna give this one a shot even though I'm still in a new baby kind of a delirious state, uh, having had minimal sleep and whatever sleep did occur was in a hospital chair. So, so we're gonna give this a shot, but this is happening a lot lately, especially given the circumstances. But you ever run into the issue of like ordering something for somebody, usually your spouse or sniffing another, and it's, it's just on the opposite side of the gender spectrum and you have to deal with the repercussions of you being by yourself and ordering said item and then they're thinking it's for you and it is certainly not, but they're just like, what's, what's going on here? I'm not quite sure how to handle the situation. Uh, obviously, there's there's plenty of examples. Most recently, I was at Starbucks, and as we know, it's fall, and pumpkin is a thing that happens all the time, and, and people go nuts for it, especially my wife. And she was really into, I know she's pregnant, she wanted to just need to get a little taste of the decaf pumpkin spice latte. And when, when you have a, a wife that's that pregnant, you just, you don't even ask questions at that point, just stuff happens. And um, and, and I'm going, and I'm, I think I, I hit it like three days in a row. I'm like, can I have like a grande decaf pumpkin spice latte? And I swear one of the times the lady just, you know, cause you can see the people at Starbucks, she looks over. It's like they knew I was coming and like Snickers to like her coworker. I'm like, is there, are, is the word out? Is this like, they knew I was gonna order this? I feel like, I don't know, tell me, is there is there a gender spectrum? I feel like pumpkin flavor would, uh, trends maybe more in the female than the male. I don't know, I've never been, never been attracted to pumpkin flavored things but it feels like feels like every every 
female that I know tends to get excited about sex things. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Joy at Agency Nation, I feel like this could possibly be like a hate mail situation. I don't know. I'm trying not to, again, slightly delirious here, so, so bear with it. But what is that thing that you constantly have to order for your significant other or spouse that just really lends to more questionable looks than necessary that just make you think, I don't, this is something that I don't know that I need to deal with. If you don't want questionable looks and you want to be a part of something that everybody wants to be a part of, head on over to ElevateConference.com. Elevate 2019 is happening in New Orleans, Louisiana, March 24th, 25th, 26th. Grab your tickets if you have not today. Advanced tickets still on sale until the end of October when pumpkin spice things will probably cease to exist for yet another 10 or 11 months or whatever the math is at this point. So elevateconference.com, I can't wait to see you there and get you uh, not being looked at questionably from other people, cool people in the insurance industry. Elevateconference.com.